A simple road toll text scam is taking a massive toll on unsuspecting victims, with one person losing their life savings. The message looks like it comes from a legit agency like Waka Kotahi and encourages you to click on a link and pay a bill or a toll or better still, collect a cash prize. But you have to provide personal details. Don't do it. It is dodgy. Deputy Director of Operations at the Department of Internal Affairs, John Michael, joins us now. Kia ora. Kia ora, how are you? I'm very well. How widespread is this and, and how many complaints have you had? This is really widespread. Um, as of today, from, from the 1st of November last year, we've had 140,000 complaints. Um, that's probably underreported. Um, and you mentioned in, in, in your intro that the scams come from Waka Kotahi. You know, we've also seen them coming from NZ Post, from IRD, um, you know, the, the, the standard you've got a parcel type scam. So it's really widespread um, and it takes on different forms. So, yeah, it is. It's concerning for us. So, John, what happens if you do as instructed? So, by generally by clicking on a link, um, you'll either be taken to a bogus website or, in some cases, malicious software will be um, installed onto your device, which ultimately gives the, the scammer access to your personal information, banking details, and that's where we can start seeing financial loss coming through for people. Yeah, and what are you seeing in terms of that? Well, most people are reporting um, directly to their banks and police. So we see a little bit of that coming through to us because we're working with police and the mobile network operators on this investigation. Um, you mentioned someone losing their life savings. And so, you know, that for us is really concerning because many of the people that are targeted are vulnerable members of the community. Where is it coming from, these particular scams? Is it offshore or is it part, part local? Sure. So it's a mixture of both. We're seeing um, New Zealand mobile numbers coming from all major mobile network operators, and we're also seeing um, Australian numbers as well. So when you receive a text, you might see a prefix at the start, 64, which relates to New Zealand, or 61, which relates to Australia. So people in the office have commented on that, that some of them, yep, they've had this text and it comes from a New Zealand number. So is that actually someone here in New Zealand or are they using um, New Zealand SIM cards or what do you suspect is going on here? We think probably more than likely it's someone here um, in New Zealand that's, that's using a New Zealand SIM card. For their own gains or are they feeding into some overseas operation? Yeah, that, that's a really good question, um, and probably a mixture of both, potentially. Um, but this, like, this investigation is ongoing, um, so I, I, I'm reluctant to talk about the spe- specifics of it. But what we're seeing is these scams um, over and over again, or variations of them, and I guess one of the inferences we can take from that is that the, um, the bad guys, the offenders, are still making money from this, so therefore it's still an attractive option for them. And, and what they're doing is they're victimising their fellow New Zealanders. Where are they harvesting your details from in the first place to send you the text? Why sure, are you getting a, it? It's a really good question. Um, and there's probably a, a variety of answers, but a couple that we've looked at, uh, you know, we reasonably frequently see data breaches where um, New Zealanders have their private information exposed. Um, that can then be be um, sold or placed on other websites. Um, there have been previous, um, I guess, malware um, software campaigns that have come through New Zealand where if you click on a link, that then allows the, the malware to access all of your contacts list and send like further messages out. So there's probably a variety of ways the personal information has been captured. So I see in Australia, some of the big telcos there have been blocking these scammer texts. Why 
are we not able to do that here in New Zealand with the New Zealand um, telco companies? Oh no, we we can and we are. So when a, a telco, how do they still did... get through then, John? In the bulk that they are. Yeah, well, there's the question. People just buy new SIM cards and put them in their phones, and so it continues. And when that SIM card is then identified by a, a telco that it's involved in in a scam, they'll block it. So, so until we can actually. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a really good analogy, I guess. Um, so until we can actually capture them, part of it, the key thing is preventing the harm as much as we can. And I guess that comes down to probably the reason why we're talking tonight is getting some of those key messages out to the people that, you know, hey, look, I know we live in a digital age. Um, we're bombarded with electronic information on our mobile devices. Um, and the first thing we do when we hear a beep is we look at our phone to see, hey, what's the message we've got? And what we're trying to say is just don't click on the link. If it looks suspicious, then call New Zealand Post, IRD, whoever it is that's purporting to send that message and check with them. And likewise, we've got to have conversations with, with um, our family, friends. We've got a lot of vulnerable people, you know, that are elderly, that live in care facilities, and we're saying, look, to your caregivers, have a chat to your residents in your aged care facilities and make sure that they're not engaging in at-risk behaviour. So prevention is, is one of the really key points here in preventing the further spread of the harm. Thanks for your time this evening, John. That's John Michael, who's the Deputy Director of Operations at the Department of Internal Affairs.